Hello, everyone. This is Talia Duke from the Astro Twins, and I'm here with your July 2020 Astro Numerology with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist of FeliciaBender.com. How are you, Felicia? I think we're all ready for July in some strange way, and yet happy summer. Happy summer. You know, it just feels like every month just is like a year's year's time in 2020 because so much happens. I mean, we were just talking about six and yet so many things have happened in June. And, you know, June, just to recap, um, and you can listen back to, was, was a month, an intense month for relationships, both numerologically and astrologically. It was a, a one universal month as well as a six month, which is kind of about autonomy as and, you know, marriages, divorces, breakups and makeups. And then Venus, the planet of love was retrograde for most of June, uh, started May 13th till June 25th. So I know as we're emerging, coming up for air here in, um, you know, which is a theme for the entire year, uh, in uh, July, it's like, have you, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people with big shifts going on in relationships. Have you heard that from your clients as well? Oh my gosh, yes. A lot of relationship intensity. And you know, it's funny because we always think, oh God, you know, you know, it's, it's horrible. But it's, it's a beautiful opportunity, even though it is so intense, right? So I, I feel like everything that's been kind of simmering, percolating, maybe being buried in the yard somewhere is is really coming up you know it's it's just at this point where it can't it's got to be worked with and dealt with and that is always going to be good right when we're when we're going okay let's cut to the chase and make some make some decisions here that really speak to our heart and soul as well as the other other elements i know a lot of people who are uh, building relationships who are up leveling going into you know something into their their you know their soulmate uh, experience and many who are are shedding their relationship, who are going through separations, going through divorces, going through at least those preliminary talks about this isn't working, you know? That so, honesty uh, was exposed. And I know I know some people too are kind of like reconfiguring relationships and also saying, you know, how do we do this our way? How do we redesign it? Which is kind of timely for July, which um, is a seven month, which you'll explain to us because July is the seventh month and also an 11 universal month because if you add 2020, two plus zero plus two plus zero plus seven, you wind up with an 11, right? That's correct. I've got a master number universal. 711. 7-11. Yeah. So that's an interesting vibe. And I think that uh, that as soon as we start talking about it a little bit, everyone will go, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm feeling. I'm kind of grateful already with my own advanced anticipation that it's, it's a little bit of a woo-woo energy because with so many changes afoot in the way people connect with each other and after it seems like june was a month where there was a lot of like wanting to abide by rules and break them at the same time like how does a 7-eleven help people to kind of do you think this will help people to kind of rewrite some of these scripts i mean we were really looking at a lot of laws and agreements even in terms of like 
the sociopolitical climate and the way we relate to people of, you know, different races, the way we treat black citizens around the world. Like, how is 7-Eleven going to deal with all of that? Well, um, how long have you got? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Seven is the the energy of the 7th of July, just just at the foundation here, is that seven is the number of, of spiritual seeking. And it really is that deep, contemplative, very intuitive force field. Um, in many ways, it's a time I I feel and I believe that this is a month where we're all going to be feeling a little bit uh, wonky in terms of our energy levels. Not only are we getting through, around, past, and within all these eclipses, all of these other astral Right, it's also eclipse season, did I mention. Yeah. June began it, you know, Ooh. June 5th, June 21st, and then the last one on July 5th, right? Yes, and so this fits right into that energetic field of of where we're going to feel a little bit like, like needing rest again, as if, hey, you know, <laughs> the quarantine. Um, yet there's a difference between quarantine fatigue and what we're going to be dealing with now this is going to be more of an active resting and what I mean by that is that I feel like this is the time to really really move into our vulnerability our place of that 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 soft spot that we attempt to avoid <laughs> right? right we'll make every detour around that wound or around that vulnerable space um, that often we don't even know it really exists right we know it kind of exists because something's going on and that's our that's a, an issue or a trigger or whatever it is for us and yet this is a month where if you you know mission impossible if you are willing to accept this mission, this can really blow that open and allow you to dig in and look at that and work with it and bring it into something that is actually going to benefit you rather than hold you back. You know, I, I, I'm so resonating with that as I, you know, I've been hearing as June winds down a lot of people and including myself since the the solstice, which came with an eclipse this year on the summer solstice on June 21st, it was like, I've been so tired on and off for like taking these long nap. I'm not even a napper, but I've been taking naps. I've been really, it's like kind of rest and, and digest, like <clears throat> a time to really work on our parasympathetic nervous systems that have been, you know, we've really had a lot of anxiety as we face some really, it's, there's so much meaningful change that is on the cusp of actually happening you know, and there's been an outcry and, you know, and even in our personal lives, I feel like Venus retrograde and Gemini as it was, it's like our mates, if we had them became our mirrors and we became their mirrors. So that desire to kind of run away because you see your shadow yeah. um, is, is, it sounds like that the seven is actually supporting like, okay, stop, rest and actually, I mean, people have seen their shadow in terms of, you know, white people have seen where they participated in white supremacy, you know, and that that's a big shadow to look at. And yet nothing will change in the world if that isn't owned and digested, just as nothing will change in our relationships interpersonally. If we don't actually say what am what's what am I projecting onto my partner as I 
Because wherever you go, there you are, right? And so... Exactly. And the seven really is the, you know, the caveat there is that, you know, we can want to skip along the superficial, right? And distract ourselves from the deeper work that needs to be done. So July is really earmarked to uh, open up some of those spaces for uh, for us to, and, and what it means to me on a practical level, I'm a practical numerologist after all, Indeed. is... Is to you want it's it's more again when I go back to active resting it's it's not just to sit there and be in a coma it's okay I need to read this book on trauma <laughs> I've had right. this, I've had this on my you know on my watch list on my Amazon whatever it's been sitting on my nightstand for you know twelve months or however long I'm going to open this up and do this I'm going to do a you know I'm going to enroll in this course I'm going to do this coaching I'm going to watch this video. I'm going to do something that is going to actively engage me in new ideas and in opening me to these two, or, or even, you know, get it, go, you know, finally go to the therapist, you know, finally oh, right. an appointment, finally do that because it's, we can talk about it all day long. And yet this is really supportive of, of making a determination and then doing it. And particularly when we are working with the 11 universal month, which adds a zing to it because all of, all of all of you out there know the 11. It is a master number in numerology, and it is the number of spiritual illumination. And yet it also, in my opinion, is very, is quite a, a correlation in, so to speak, to the Chiron figure. It's like that mm. healer energy that we all get to uh, come to terms with this in July as well. And it doesn't sound, you know, that's not as daunting as it sounds. Once again, I think we are all being opened up to exposing our deeper level traumas and, and getting, getting down to business in terms of seeing what they are and how we can, how we can move through those and how we can feel those on some Mercury level. just so happens to be retrograde for the first <laughs> half of July mm-hmm. in cancer, which is the sign that rules our family, our roots, our childhood wounds, those core, you know, issues. And so if you, this is a time to kind of go back and revisit family trauma. But from what I'm understanding is like to do that through the 7 lens is to do it from a more spiritual seeking and illumination perspective to under, to seek to understand and maybe even think like from a perspective of like, okay, what did these lessons teach me? If I was a soul who chose to incarnate to learn this, you know, why am I here? Why did this happen? You know, as opposed to, you know, like, I'm just going to check out, screw the world. I can't, I'm done. I'm tired. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the 11 brings an edgy quality to it. Um, to be honest, because it's the double one, which is about doing and initiation and all of those, you know, all of those active things uh, that that go with that. And yet the two overall is more, it's more of a waiting game when we're in the energy of of the two. It's more relational. It's more patient. It's more about waiting and about 
delays and you know, kind of the frustrations that can come with that. So if you experience delays during this month, don't be surprised, you know, but again, don't be surprised. We've been in quarantine land for however long and self-isolation and all the rest of it. And it's very volatile right now. It is. And, and really having your trauma witnessed and actually validated if you're you know, somebody who's been on the side of being oppressed in any situation, like Ken, just like there's this grief that needs to happen as well. So while resting, there may be even reading up on grief and processing grief, I can imagine would be really important. So the 11 master number says a universal month, it's an 11-2 month, right? So it's kind of, I always think of that from what I've learned from you, Felicia, is, um, that that is like so powerful because the two wants to come together in harmony. But then the one is um, also about what's my personal goal, right? Yeah, the one wants to go a little rogue, you know? (laughs) 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 Wants to do it my way or that, you know, and it's, uh, I always call the, the 11, it's kind of that loving, giving energy. And yet with a bit, again, of an edge, It's a little bit of that. So expect a little volatility in July, I would say, in terms of our own emotional, um, you know, vulnerability and volatility. And overall, I would think that just a great, uh, you know, mantra to keep in mind is, is to truly attempt to not be reactive in a way that we might be. I mean, I'm even noticing that. I don't know if you are, Tali. I was like, oh, you know, now that things are opening up and we're back on the road and people are going to be nice and give you the happy wave and they're they're going to all of that. Oh my gosh, are you noticing this or is it just me? I'm people are even more surly right now. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know, I was I can't even believe I had a moment where, you know, I was in a socially distanced coffee shop and it was like hot and I was grumpy and people just, this woman was taking forever in front of me. And it was like, these people came in and appeared to cut in front of me. And I, and I literally, without even thinking, I was like, the line is here. The line is like, Oh my God, who am I? I'm a horrible. I, I mean, I had to kind of Sagittarius joke my way out of it, but I was like, oh. wow, I just went, not even back to my old way. I just went down to hell in a handbasket with that moment there of like, I gotta get out of here. But it was like, I think there's like a lot of anxiety about exactly those closed quarters around. Remember when we used to be like two inches away from people? Like we've almost become yeah. like used to just, I don't know. I think it's like we're we're emerging from you yeah, know, it's isolation. It's like we're not even used to being around people. It reminds me of when I moved from Detroit to New York and people were so much more in my face. Yes. Yes. And at first it was so, so intense. And then when I moved to Seattle from New York, I was like, where are all the people? I want people right next to me. You know, I can't handle it. So it's we're not awful. used to that, right? <laughs> adjustment and so much adapt adaptability that we need to be really leaning into right now. And and I know it's it kind of sounds corny, but honestly, we have to think about every single one of us has a different take on this. 
And some people are super paranoid. They're all wrapped in cellophane. If they're even out, you know, they've got their mask. They look at you like you are, are the plague. And, you know, you can take that really personally. And I, I really, we all really need to back off for a second and just not do that judgment thing because we don't know what someone's going through. I mean, we really, really don't. Someone could be, have just gotten, uh, you know, done with chemo six months ago and they're really, really, you know, they're really scared that they're, that they're immune compromised. There could be family members, right. I mean, all kinds of things that we don't. We know. have no idea what's going through. That was a question I was going to ask you because I noticed in June, and I'm wondering if this is the sixth influence of June, that despite, you know, throughout all the, the really powerful and profound change and relationship, you know, shifts and awakenings that there was this element of like, judgment that flowed through that was woven through whether it was self-judgment or really quick to clap back or tear someone down or like you know and and it was that is that sort of in alignment with the six energy it's in alignment out of alignment if you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so Mm -hmm. and it is one of the attributes of the six that the six is always massaging and working with when we're working with that six energy is the six as a reminder kind of the shadow side of it a bit is it's very idealistic so it's you know all this stuff is going down politically and everything and everyone knows that they are right whoever it is, whatever their opinion is, and that sort of thing. And, I, and I'll digress for two seconds to, to give an example of that. I had someone who was saying something about, about the president and this and that and people who aren't you going to really, you know, tell people and just fight and argue and debate with them. And I, and I said, well, not I know. And she said, well, why not? They need to be convinced. They need to be shown the light, you know, and told. And I said, well, are, let me ask you this. Are you open to one of those other followers of that other idea, ideology convincing you? Right. That they are Christian. No, because they're wrong and I'm right. And I said, well, I happen to agree with you. And yet step back and look, they believe that they are as right as you believe that you are right. And and are, if you're not open to listening to someone else's point of view, then you probably shouldn't be expect somebody else to be open to you telling them. And I, I, it's a very, I mean, which isn't to say that you can't, that we shouldn't be stating our truth and saying what, but it's like to sit there and to think that you're just the, your, your sole job in life is to change these people's minds. I think we change them by actions, right. And, and not by, by telling them they're wrong and telling them what to, you know, what to do. You know what I'm saying? By so modeling. I mean, it's, if we've learned anything over the past four years, it's that, you know what, arguing, you know, that there really are two very polarized sides, at least here in the United yes. States. And yes. that there's, which, you know, four years ago was an 11 two year, I think. And so it's just, We've kind of been through, you know, Trump's first year in office was an 11-2 year, right? Wasn't it? I think it was. 
2017. Yep, it was. Nope. Yeah. There was a one year and then it went to 11, two in 2018. Yep. So yeah, we've been through that. Is, is that, I always look at the 11 as like these two sides and then they kind of come together. It's like, there really are two very clear cut ways of looking at things. And it's yeah. like, it's been impossible to synthesize that. And like, it's becoming more and more clear that, you know, like this is not going to get worked out in dialogue at all, you know? And so it's like, I mean, not that I have the answer at all, you know, but will the 11 to energy of the month, you know, inflame that? Cause it, it does feel like, you know, and astrologically Mars, the warrior yes. planet is going into Aries. Um, it is already from, June 27th and it's on this extra long six month trajectory there because of a retrograde um, that's coming September through November. So till January, Mars will be four times its usual length in its home sign of Aries, which I think will really push forward leaders, but also force this provocative energy where people have to be very clear about where they yeah, stand. Have to stand up. You have to stand up and use and use your voice on that. And you know, to go back real quickly to the six, you know, talking about last month and bringing bridging that energy into to this month in terms of of it, you know, the shadow element of the the judgment and the control mechanisms. And you know, the thing the six energy is is often best at is is really really ad- being judgmental. Right, mm-hmm. judging others and uh, and and saying, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. Why can't everyone think and do and be like I am? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that is very much a part of the six. It is okay. So yeah, as a six life path, I've been guilty of being a little bit of a you know oh, ethical no. zealot here and there. This is the way it should be. Judgy McJudgerson, are you? Yeah, I've had my I've had my moments. I I confess, but you know, it's um. But I also feel like people, you know, I, I have, I always, I thought often find myself in the role of making judgment calls. And then, then I struggle with it too. It's like, do I do the right thing? Did, you know, set, I love that the seven kind of takes some of that edge off and allows us to see, th- like, here's the seven allowing us to have a little, little that spiritually seeking perspective. But, and the seven yeah. is very heady uh, it is, okay. because it's very intuitive. It's very connected that way. And yet it's also, um, it's also very much kind of the brainiac um, wants, it's the data. It wants the data. It wants to analyze the data. It wants the knowledge. It wants to really dig into the deeper levels of, of whatever it is it's focused on. And so again, if you really are at a place in your life and in July, you know, calls you to deepen that level of commitment to learning more about it, it's a perfect time. I also, I hear that that could be, I mean, where the movement, you know, which I'm fully, you know, no, no secrets or anything behind 100, 1000% beyond behind the change for social justice and racial equity. Um, I I really, but I think there's a shift coming from the marches of June to like needing to really like focus on changing laws, getting into that headier state. Is that a seven thing where it's like, okay, what about let's get, let's work on the election. Let's work on elections, local ones. Why is there only one voting booth for this entire county of 
you know, hundreds of thousands of people? Why are, you know, like where getting that data together? It's getting the actuarial tables worked out. It's figuring out, you know, the nuts and bolts of that, getting actual data, you know, (laughs) actual knowledge, which is, I have to say few and far between with our, you know, with our current governance in terms of. of There's a lot of disinformation out there, like media, like no one knows what to believe anymore. Even your so-called trusted media sources have been like making decisions that are out of alignment and biased and being called out for it. So the, you know, facts have kind of gone rogue in 2020. Like everyone's wondering about conspiracies and, not without reason, you know, and so, and yet we got to kind of, got to kind of back it off and slow it down a little bit because, um, you know, we can't, again, this is a massive monumental, I think you and I were talking, it's like this tectonic change. It's, it's changing the nomenclature of everything. And then that cannot happen with one like sweep of the broom, you know, it's, it is this, this systemic issues that we're dealing with across the board on so many levels um, are, again, this is going to be um, an ongoing, ongoing task and an ongoing venture. And so, you know, how do we make very real change without it being this knee-jerk, superficial, you know, it looks good on paper, but the reality of it is nothing's changed, right? So I think that's where we are also investigating you know, but it takes, it takes time. And we live in this very immediate culture, right? The social media culture where it's got to be, you know, now, now, now. And sometimes that's an error because there's things that just, it's just not thought through, right? We wrote about this and you mentioned, you wrote about this in our 2020 horoscope guide about 2020 being a four universal year, which is what you get when you add up two plus zero and two plus zero. So it is about the foundation. Four is the number of our, it's like the four walls, the four pillars, the, those, those foundational systemic uh, pillars that we have in our society that hold things up going through this massive shift. I mean, this seems it's it like is. this is we're a year long thing. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at our actual like if our if our country, if our global community is a house, how's the foundation? Mm. Yep. And isn't it funny that we're all not funny, but we're all at home. We've talked about that if you guys listen back to our April um podcast, you know, it, it's if you didn't hear it, it's worth we talked a lot about the, the double energy of the four. I want to listen back because so much is actually, we, we really tracked some historical cycles over each month here in a way that's so unexpected. I mean, this is the cycle that we're in right now of Saturn, which, you know, Saturn is our, the planet of structures. It's kind of the four planet if there is one. Pretty much so. Yeah. It's weaving between Capricorn and Aquarius it's it's gone back so it it moved into cap from Capricorn um which is that very traditional systemic energy into the revolutionary energy of Aquarius on March 21st and it turned retrograde on May 10th and as of July 1st it's backed up from Aquarius back into Capricorn for one last hurrah which lasts until that for the most of the rest of the year until December 17th 
Then Saturn will park in Aquarius at revolutionary energy. Jupiter joins in Aquarius two days later on December 19th. They come together in this great conjunction on December 21st. So we do have a lot of this revolutionary opening that happened with uh, Saturn and Aquarius from March 21st to July 1st. We now get to go back and work on those Capricorn systems, government, the economy. How do we, we've seen, we've exposed all the things that need to be, you know, changed and transformed or so, you know, you know, the, the murder of, you know, African-Americans, the, um, by police, the, you know, coronavirus have exposed those things, you know? And so it's just like, but now we really have this like window of five months to like go into those, go back with this, to these Capricorn more conventional systems and, and make yeah. a shift. And, um, so well, and even, okay, I mean, Tali, isn't it, is it also, let me ask you in terms of Capricorn, yeah. is it also really reviewing how we make money, like what it is? I mean, what our financial structures are in that way? Cause I'm finding that that's a, a major component with so many people right not now. even just how we make money but what what, how, is it? what is money like i actually think money itself could change in 2021 yes yes money itself and the way in which we again it's it's how do how do we yeah i mean distribute I don't, and share it i mean we're moving capricorn energy is very much there's a me and mine and I'm my personal best. It's like the very top Capricorn rules the 10th house. It's the peak, you know, where you've like pushed yourself to your personal best. And, and the rest of the chart, the rest of the wheel, Aquarius and Pisces are about community and society and spirituality and we. So we're moving. This year has been kind of this pinnacle year of me, mine, and we've, and it's really exploded, you know, like we've hit our limit, I think, in terms of like, you know, this long cycle of like, you know, striving to be our personal best without, without responsibility to the collective. And the next, you know, cycles coming up astrologically, especially I next year, are really about, you know, and I know next year is a five year where we're, we're you know, so there's this going to be like a lot of instability that's coming in order to like rewire ourselves to work collectively and communally. And so we wow. still have to the expense, right, of just yeah. walking over people like it's that Capricorn. I, I'm just going to blaze through and I don't care who I'm walking on to get there. Right. Hopefully that is going to shift dramatically. Yeah, that's the shadow of Capricorn. And if you're a Capricorn listening we need you. Don't don't get offended. Capricorns often get mad because sometimes when when the shadow of Capricorn shows up, it's really strong because it appears Capricorn is one of the most powerful signs in the material world. So when the Capricorn shadow shows up, it really it's big. It's like yeah, it takes charge. Well, I've got all you Capricorns out there. I have a, a Capricorn rising, so I'm not me saying too. anything mean and nasty about you Capricorns. We need. I mean, that's a very, you know, powerful, powerful energy. I think if it works in tune, like it just needs to be attuned to the Earth and provi the provider energy of Capricorn. Once it it's expanded to just think, you know, of providing, think of the global universal family instead of just 
your favorite five people, you know, <laughs> just Be myself and I, <laughs> yep. it's like we ourselves and us. Okay. That's what we need yeah. to do. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, yeah. And so seven eleven. any, any, um, are any life path numbers? And by the way, if you don't know your life path number, go to astrostyle.com slash numerology. We have a calculator on there, or you can do it by hand. Felicia's shown us how to do that. But your life path number is a lot like your sun sign. It's the essence of who you are. There's other numbers too, just like we have moon signs, all that. And if you're interested in, in decoding that, I highly recommend uh, getting a reading with Felicia, FeliciaBender.com. I go to you regularly. I get my annual checkup. I'm having a nine year this year. It's been, and then boy, am I ever, but uh-huh. you can talk about not only you explain to people, not only what their makeup is sort of like the natal chart, but also what the year holds and what to expect. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. I cannot recommend it enough. FeliciaBender.com, which is also in the show notes, the link. Um, but Felicia, like, are there any life path numbers in particular who might be challenged this month by the 7-Eleven or more than others or, or thrive a little more than others? I think both, both and all. I, you know, honestly, just, just a brush, brush, brush stroke, um, you know, one life paths are are really working right now. I'm I'm experiencing with the ones that I know and clients and and uh, others in my life. Uh, they're really being coming up close to. Are you okay with being alone with by yourself? Because part of your life task is learning to individuate to have this independence, and often that comes in oddly enough, in a kind of codependency with feeling a little bit out of water when you're actually alone, Um, you know, so that's something that I think ones are going to really be working with in July, even more up close and personal. The two is going to have super de duper de duper de duper de duper de sensitive emotions. Wow. (laughs) You can quote me on that. Um, so, you know, with the two and with all that spiritual, because the two is uh, always a highly intuitive force anyway. And so now you're really going to be doubling and tripling down on that intuitive downloads and uploads that you'll be doing. So be kind to yourself right now. Um, there could be little explosive moments um, lobbed at you and then coming out from you <laughs> to to others if you if you are a two. Uh, the three, I would say for threes to really step back and to attempt not to be maybe as reactive right now because because threes can either be reactive in a you know I'm gonna say it all, do it all, you know, very respond or they can just swallow it all hold it down. And that is not uh, conducive to good health or, you know, on any, on any realm. So, and this is a time to really be open to some creative insight, right? Because the 11 is, and the, and the seven, when you're tapped into your, when you slow it down enough, be open to those messages. This can be very powerful for the for the sensitive and creative three. The four, I say that this is this is going to be a little heavier, I think, for fours. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, you fours. This is a super incredible opportunity to uh, to heal some really long-standing limiting beliefs. 
Uh, and I, you know, for instance, I, you know, I'll, I'll give an example of person I know is really in, she was like, I'm just so alone and I'm so hurt. And, and, you know, I, I'm so disrespected in my relationships, and everything. And I, I'm like, you know, wow. How's that story working for you? Right. <laughs> you no. Know? And so I think that there are going to be some fours that can really, if you're open, willing, and able to step back and look at that and go, wow, is that it? What? Let me look at that story, you know, and see if I can dismantle it a little bit and get, give myself some, um, you know, some room there because that it just feels bad if you if you keep telling that story over and over again, it becomes just change wild. the narrative for change, change the narrative. The narrative. It's in your hands. Yep. Ah, and the five, um, I think fives are going to be kind of open to these flashes of intuitive insight. They're going to be kind of struck out of left field with some super awesome information. Uh, if they can, again, slow down <laughs> long enough to, to uh, be open to it. The sixes, it's a, it's a relationship alert. Sorry, sixes, it's always relationship alert. Mm-hmm. But, um, but this is going to get deep into the core of the relationship self, in my opinion. And, and the other, like really, really looking at those deep programs, um, your own yeah. shadow work, perhaps all of that, all of all of who you are in relationships, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the things I I say often about sixes is, you know, how do you love, and how do you want to be loved, right? In return, and 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 this is going to be looking at that from a different angle right then in the in the past and sevens um you know a seven month in july with the 11 sevens are these intuitive you know intuitive what do you want to call them funnels anyway um yeah but i would say that the seven is going to be even a little bit more low energy so if you're a seven and you're like holy crap i is what is it <laughs> i can't you know i'm just not feeling very motivated it's okay but still you know one step in front of the other but also know that that's an energetic thing that's happening and it's almost like sevens are splitting the atom right now in their own psyche like I'm finding sevens are really into the cosmic divide in terms of who they are on on every level in this human form. And I I know I'm sounding a little dramatic, but um, ask sounds like seven. the conversations I have with most of my seven friends. Exactly. Anyway. So yeah. Ask any seven, and they're like, "Yes, you're doing an understatement right there." So um, <laughs> yeah. So that's expect expect that, and uh, some of those cataclysmic, mind blowing openings if again if you're if you're open and ready for that eights are going to tango with their pragmatic side um in this month because eights are usually a little more hard driving a little more get everything out of my way i'm i'm doing it and you might have to this is really going to be where spirit's going to kind of knock at your door and depending on what kind of eight you are and where you are in that and yet so um you might be have a little bit of derailing on some of your more pragmatic endeavors in july and then the nines i think are going to evaluate 
okay, here we go again, uh, their essential purpose <laughs> overarchingly in the cosmos and in the universe. I know so many nines right now who are really coming to terms with re, uh, restructuring who they are and, and, and how they're engaging um, themselves in the world overall, even from, from the from the ground up, you know, in relationships, but also like with their business. It's like, I don't want to be this in my business anymore. I'm retooling to not do this aspect of my business anymore to do this, you know, that sort of thing. So it's yes. really going to be a refining, a refining month where nines will be offered uh, moments where they can make those choices and decisions. Mm. Yeah, no, nothing light and fluffy here. Well, have we had a single light and fluffy month this year? God, no, not in a four year right. and not in not in a year that begins with Saturn and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn. So, you know, it's just it's time. This is a year of karmic comeuppance, restructuring, rebuilding the foundation. And every month serves up another opportunity to do that. It's as, and so make sure you do get enough time to rest and digest, but not check out, not go to sleep yeah. on this amazing and incredible moment in history where there actually is a possibility of true systemic change from economics to race, uh, racial equity to, you know, the way we just cooperate as communities. Um, I even, you know, even just have had conversations about, you know, the divine masculine, the wounded masculine, the divine, you know, and how that's playing into, you know, every every gender so it's just we're, we're we can't not touch these deeper subjects yeah, that and father figure we just passed father's day and yeah. it is and that's the saturn presence and capricorn there's a lot of capricorn is the father so how do we deal with the patriarchy how do we deal with our own fathers how do we deal with the the father the provider the cop the boundary hound inside of all of us. I mean, you know, it's, I and like to support a new masculine, right? Um, right. Because I know that, that none of us like to feel like we're under attack. Um, so it's how do we usher these, these changes in, in a supportive way, but in a very clearly defined way. <laughs> That's right? true. I know a lot of great men out there who are also a little bit stuck or don't quite know how to move through this or be with this yeah. and others who are making a big, a profound difference and trying to shift the conversation to it's the conversations are shifting for sure. Since last year, since the three years. So, you know, we're not here to give you good news. We're here to tell you what's going on. We're here, you know, and, and that I don't believe in good and bad news necessarily. I believe we're all we're all co-creating with the universe and we're, we're, if we weren't able to handle it, we wouldn't be incarnated at this time. But, you know, this is a facts and data from the seven spiritual seeking. The 11 is spiritual illumination, personal, you know, personal responsibility versus partnership in the two. I mean, we have, we have a lot to work with and it's, it's exciting. So Felicia, what's the best way for people to contact you? What are you offering right now? Do you have any special things like classes or what have you got? 
Yeah, I've got some classes up, um, some online classes, so you can, you know, access them at your convenience. So life path courses, repeating numbers, relationships, uh, career finance, that sort of thing, all, all, all about the numbers and numerology. You can always have a private session with me. Those are fun. I love those. And amazing. Yes. You can just go take a look at FeliciaBender.com. And, and um, yeah, and we've got monthly forecasts there as well. Awesome. Speaking. So I know you've got so much great stuff on your site. And you can also learn more on AstroSal.com slash numerology. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back in August to talk about that power-hungry economically restructuring eight. So in the meanwhile, uh, have a good cat nap and we'll be back to Viva La Revolution with you at the end of this seven month. Take care, everyone.